Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello, buddies. It's your sports dads. I'm Brandon. John's here with me. Hi, John. Hi, Brandon. And I believe we also have Chicken Finger 69 in the house tonight. How we doing, chicken? What's up, fuckers? Uh, he's back. Feels good. Stuart is uh, out, uh, out drinking. He pretended he's doing something smart, but he's not making up terrible lies about where he is to cover oh. for his problem drinking. I'm at, I'm at the library. I'm, <laughs> I was at church and then I went to the library <laughs> and then he, back to mm-hmm. church. Mm-hmm. Okay. Those are not even exaggerations. His legitimate excuse for not being here tonight is that he was going to be at a museum. I just want yep. to clarify, it's 9.15 <laughs> at night right now, and he said, <laughs> I'm too. at a museum. That, that's where I was at today, too. Sure. Yeah, 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 yep. of course. Yeah. I can't believe I didn't yep. see you there, Stu. I'm always yeah, at the museum. I was at a museum. Oh, Walker. Is that, yeah. still, a, is that still a thing? Walker? I think so. Yeah, but yeah. now it's a no. museum for the show Walker, Texas Ranger. <laughs> <laughs> that actually sounds pretty awesome. I would yeah, be I checking mean, that out, then. There's no reason we all shouldn't be there at 9.15 on karate a Wednesday. Chops. Like dressed up like a cowboy who also does karate. That's floor actually... seven is just all chaps, <laughs> all of the used chaps. Uh, okay, so anyway, he's not going to be here tonight. Um, all right, well, let's get started on talking sports. Um, let's start with the Twins season preview, and uh, I don't know if we need to go through the uh, the whole what happened this off season. They got rid of a bunch of players and then got a whole bunch of other high risk medium reward type players and their uh, lineup looks what about half different half the same compared to last year you think I I don't get the sense that they even know for sure who their lineup is already right now uh, I mean CJ is it Crone it, mm-hmm. it's, it's Scope CJ Scope CJ Scope John Crone Mm-hmm. Nelson Cruz, welcome to mm-hmm. Marwin, and uh, well, Jay Castro was out most of the year last year, so that's half the lineup is new, right? True. And uh, sadly, their starters are pretty much all old guys, so that that's not great. Miguel Sano no. has pleurisy, or <laughs> again, croup. Once again, he might have croup. Yep. Seriously, that yeah. story was. Kind of unbelievable. He he cut his foot during a celebration of a winter league title. That's understandable. We've all been there while celebrating a winter league title. We've cut our feet. That happens. Uh-huh. But somehow, uh-huh. 
it got infected to the point that they had to send him to the Mayo Clinic for six days. That's like near losing your foot kind of stuff. How does this when, stuff happen? I once heard a story that I've never forgotten. I, I think I heard it when I was a kid, and it has haunted me my entire life. And it has changed my behavior to the point that it has changed my behavior. It was a story about a person who got a cut on their body, like an open cut that they didn't put a Band-Aid over. And to this date, I still, any cut, I put a Band-Aid over when I go to bed. They fell asleep, and a spider, the story goes that the spider laid eggs in the cut, and then it healed over overnight. And days later, they felt like they saw the cut, and it was, like, bulging and bulging and bulging, and then it popped, and, like, hundreds of little baby spiders poured out of the, the cut. And that's well, what I think of every time I hear the Miguel Sano story. Like that's, that's a true oh. story. And actually, I ha- read the same thing. And uh, the scariest part was they went to sleep the next night, and they woke up, and they had turned into a giant spider themselves. That's a Jeff Goldblum movie. That's not. <laughs> Hold on. That's completely different. Oh. Completely different. Oh, okay. Never mind. I thought I had read the same story. Uh, but that checks out, and that's actually more believable than whatever has been going on with Miguel Sano. Like the spiders, fo- they follow these showed up Fort Myers. Sano showed them, and then the things bulging, and then it like popped open like uh, like bubble gum, <laughs> and spiders came pouring out. Spiders and they took them to Rochester. Spiders all the way Min- down. Min- yep, Minnesota. Ugh. This is that so, was the most horrifying story ever on this podcast, and this podcast has had rocket on it a couple so, of times. So we've had some, we've had some doozies. Yeah, yeah, yeah it got real here in a hurry. Ooh. Well, I'm just going to consider him uh, a sunk cost at this point. Anything that good that comes from him is just found money at this point, as far as I'm concerned. It's better that way. But welcome three, to Marwin three, should be fine. It's three seasons ago he was the foundation around which we were going to build and now he's full of spiders <laughs> maybe a spider yes <laughs> that's so him frust- he's an actual spider fuck, fuck. well and it's, it's also just a bummer at how like cliched it is like the miguel Sano we know would get a cut on his foot and then ignore it and have to go to the hospital that's what that's what our guess yep. would be when we saw a little nick on his ankle it'd be like hey i know what's going to mm-hmm. happen here and it happened mm-hmm. the exact same thing the exact thing we thought <sighs> we're already to the sighing portion of the podcast <laughs> just the 10 minutes of sighing <sighs> well why uh, should, should we do our world famous pros and turds of course Let's do it God, I wish we had a sound bite. We're, we're going to get some music next year. We're really going to start taking this podcast seriously. Right. And we're going to have really cool sound effects happen in this place right here. So stick with us for one more year. Uh, okay. So, uh, John, I'd love you. No, actually, let's have chicken start. You do the honors. You're not around here much. So we got to take advantage of you, of you being okay. here. What do, we, what do we do first, bros or turds? I don't recall. I think we tend to start with the bros. Bros. Hmm. I've given this zero thought. Okay, good. Perfect. So let me go through the <laughs> roster in my head. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go with Fred Manrique as my bro for this year. No, that can't be right. Hmm. Joe Maurer is not on the team anymore, so I'm sorry you can't choose yeah. him. 
So this is finally uh, the year that I don't pick Joe Maurer to hit 20 home runs this year. Yep, exactly. Uh, Alexi Casilla, not on the squad. Mike Lamb, uh, not on the squad. Brett Boone, also not. Uh, that's I, the only help I can give you. Do I have to say Kyle Gibson? Like, or is it inferred? <laughs> like is that, I say it every season. I think you've said it enough times that you no longer have to say it anymore. I get a second one. Like, he's given, yeah. right? Yes, equals Kyle Gibson, and I get a second right. one. Okay. He's grandfathered in. Yeah, he's your. He's like a keeper lead. Yeah. He's your bro emeritus. I'm going to go with uh, <laughs> that. Uh, I'm going to go with Rogers. Ooh. Uh, the uh, relief guy. And yeah. uh, I only, I, I'm calling him Rogers because I don't recall if his first name is Taylor or Tyler. I think it's Taylor. I'm pretty sure I'm we've got the Taylor, go with Taylor out of the Taylor and Tyler Rogers. I'm pretty sure we have Taylor. And what I recall is him having a good second half. That That's kind of last season. So I am going to say he continues that. That's, that is my, uh, in-depth, uh, my research. Yeah, he seems like he's probably the only left-handed pitcher that's guaranteed to make the roster. So you've got that going for you, Rogers. I'm going with with K. Gibb, who had a great season last year. Finally, the bro, the bro paid off. Yep, bro finally Maritas. cashed in on the bro ticket, and uh, I'm going with Rogers. I like that a lot, Jonathan. You're up. You know who I'm going for. As, oh no! As part of the 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 societal league of chunky guys everywhere, Astadio is my bro. <laughs> God, oh, that's good. Why was I a gentleman and let you go first? Mm. You know, you knew somebody was going to take it. I when we started this, I was glad that Stu wasn't here because if Stu was here, there was some chance Stu would go before I would go, and he would take Astadio, and I'd be forced to take. I don't know. Welcome to Marwin, or so I would. I'd have to make something up on the fly because Estadio yep. is my guy from the moment I laid eyes upon him. It was magic. He's been my guy ever since that moment. Yes, it was sort of like Wayne's World. Dreamweaver just keeps playing every time you see him. <laughs> I'm, I'm so that. pleased that he exists both as a concept and as an actual human being who plays baseball. I just every time he's around, if he's being talked about by others it's just it's pleasing every moment of it is pleasing to me he works on so many levels it's wonderful okay um can i please have nelson cruz yes hmm i don't see why not all right well you know how this works he's got to be really good yeah if you're going to take somebody who has already been good for for multiple seasons in a row, mm-hmm. you have to establish the baseline thresholds. Yep. Yeah. Yep. What, okay. What, so my bro threshold? threshold is 35 jacks. Ooh, solid, confident pick. I like it. If he gets to 35 jacks, that's a justified bro, right? Yes, I think so. He's 38 years old. Chicken. That's why I agree uh, with you. How many did he have last season? Did he have 41 last season? Are you going to look this up? <laughs> Can I just... Guess. I am going to guess that he had 39 home runs. He Whatever you establish has to be nope. higher than last season. He had 37 home runs last year. You but he's older this higher. year. 
You can't, he's older. I, so he's going to a smaller park that plays more into his right-handedness. Okay, fine. Okay, okay, Ooh. okay, okay. Boy, that was a um, solid argument from Chicken right there. Um, I am going to say Nelson Cruz, 38 home runs. Ooh. Oh, God, one more. Wow. One more. You're a fucking acrobat. You really you stretched the door open. Just piece of shit. Yes, piece just of cracked shit. it. You just cracked just a, it. <laughs> I got something you can crack. <laughs> uh, fine. Fuck. Thirty-eight. Fine. What? Else? No, you got to do more than. Is that it? Yeah. You just said fine. I, just once. One. I just pulled the plug on your. Yeah. No. No. OPS. No. No, I don't know. All-star votes, no MVP votes, no. Jeez, no, I don't think he's going to any of that because he's going to be our DH. Um, 38 uh, ding-dongs. Go OPS. Just go OPS. uh, It's got to be higher than last year. It's got to be higher than his last year. Hold on. Let's go back to his player card here. Last year, his OPS was... 850. So I'm going to hold on. I'm going to tabulate. If you say 851, pull my calculator up. Beep, boop, beep, boop, beep, boop. Carry the one. Calculator. (laughs) Five. Five. Eight. Zero, zero, eight. Boops. 852. God, you piece of shit. Fine. Let the baby have his bottle. Fine. Okay. Well, (laughs) I. He's 38 years old. I'm 38 years old, so I feel a little bit of. Um, I'm I'm rooting extra hard for him because uh, as an aging, um, and I'm I'm using uh, as an aging this, power hitter yourself. This next, I'm using this next word extremely liberally with the sarcastic air quote athlete uh, myself. <laughs> uh, I you know I I tend to cheer for for guys to stay in shape as they get old, uh, and I also am hoping for a little bit of the Jim Tomey magic back, and I think he could bring that to us. Fair enough. Yep. Steady. Middle of the plate, mm-hmm. middle of the order presence. Nelly Gregarious. Cruz. Yeah, um, he's a good gr- dude. Yeah, yep, uh, I like it. Some Nelly. Some hey trouble scoring from second on a double. <laughs> some trouble, yep. I Nel- Sometimes when they post those pictures of Target Field, uh, you know, with the snow on them, just to, you know, hey, uh, baseball's a month away, and they show it, and there's like six feet of snow out on Target Field. You know, like Dave St. Peter will post it on twitter or whatever a picture part of me thinks i'll see a picture of jim tomey still rounding third from a game in 2010 <laughs> he's still coming you'll get there <laughs> here he comes any year now um you know uh a guy i reference on here sometimes a writer will leach wrote an article a week or two ago uh, making the case that sports fans are getting nicer than they used to be. Because a lot of people think the opposite, but his point of view was it's not as bad um, as it was. And I think Nelson Cruz is probably the greatest example of that. If you go back and when they were in the World Series when he was with the Rangers, I think they were like one out away from winning the World Series. Mm-hmm. And a ball got hit to him that was like kind of difficult but easily catchable, and he just mm-hmm. choked and missed it. Yeah. And uh, it was, you know, I don't have the two clips in front of me, but Buckner-esque, I would say. No, it wasn't uh, Buckner-esque, but Buck, it was... I mean, I just think, in my it opinion... It was memorable. It's, in my opinion, Cruz's... Right. The, 
Cruz's uh, fly ball was a lot easier than most people think because it was a fucking fly ball kind of right at him, a little bit back. But um, in that situation, you just should go for it and not wimp out because you're 25 feet from the wall. It was easier than people remember it. Buckner's, I think, was harder than people remember it. Still not a difficult play, but um, but for some reason, Nelson Cruz, I think the fans, maybe just because it's the Ranger fans, didn't really ever seem to care, I don't think. He's not a goat. No one talks about it. He just is like, yeah, I, I fucked up when we lost the World Series. Sorry. Rangers so fans maybe... are too busy eating two-foot-long chicken fingers. <laughs> yeah, maybe that's it. I have no idea why, but that is maybe one of the cases that Will could make, that uh, there aren't people that are just completely pariahs like they were generations ago. So, I don't know. Anyway, that's my guy. All right, and uh, Jonathan, I know you were asking our fourth member, Stuart, if he had his bro or turd ready to go. Has he has he gotten back to you? Yep, I do have a report for you. His bro is Max Kepler, presumably because he's German. Oh, okay, that's a good Sehr one. Gut. Sehr gut, Herr Stu. Stu's <laughs> <laughs> always. Uh, I think a- Stu has always loved everything about Germany. Their pretzels, totally. their mustard. Now one thing their government that I can think of that he would not. <laughs> Socialism. <laughs> I mean, only one member of our podcast keeps a picture of Angela Merkel in his wallet, and it's Stu. So. <laughs> oh, boy. Okay, well, that's a good one, and I think that's a fairly common breakout, bro. I feel like I've been hearing a little bit of, a little bit of buzz, a little bit of heat around um, Maximilian Kepler. Which would be good. Okay. Uh, turds. And uh, I guess we'll just have to continue the same order. This is not a snake draft, so we'll go right back to you, chicken. Name your turd. I needed more time. Name your right. turd. All right. Going back through the roster. Get <laughs> uh, back to the roster. Rick Atherton. Keith Atherton. Rick Aguilera. <laughs> Carl Rick Willis. Atherton. No, I got it. I got it. Yeah. <clears throat> Estadio. Oh, oh, no. Yeah. Wow. No, yeah. Yeah. No, you know Holy what? Holy shit. Fuck, fuck every last one of you guys. That's a really here. tough one because he's a yeah. he's a very low-risk, high-reward bro, bro pick, of course, yeah. because if he doesn't play, him. who cares? But, but how could he be a turd? Because everybody loves him, and he'll get, he's going to get caught doing something. He's going to get <laughs> caught like... Oh, no. Like, he's going to end up like Amy <laughs> Klobuchar. Like, wait, what? Like, he... Like, he Turns out he beats ab- up the he abuses the everyone at his old country buffet of choice. <laughs> he pulled the pick out of his hair and ate a salad with it. Wait, what? Huh? What did he do? Hold on. Just I don't know berating the guy happen, at but... the meat carving station about not cutting enough meat for us. Prime ribs overcooked, fucker. <laughs> but I, look, when everybody the tide has turned so much in this guy's favor, that... they've been zigging too much. You got to zag. I'm. I have to go. I can't sit here and let you all get away with this. Yeah, too many, too much assing of D's. Oh, it's yes. There's, There's so a many line D's. around the block. Oh, it's D's. Every, it looks like a effing porcupine. They're just sticking out everywhere. Just fucking. Yeah. Oh. Well, he's a okay. So. Uh, he's a tur- I agree with you that he's a turd if he uh, gets arrested. 
um, or does something <laughs> terrible. But what if he gets arrested for doing something really cool? That's the thing, is then his legend grows. Yeah. Like it's a Robin Hood sort of thing? Like he uh, yes. robbed a bank and then gave the money to a poor school? And you're like, well, that's, that's illegal, but that's pretty fucking cool. Yes. Okay. Well, then I might gonna, I might not give you the turd then. Like, while Jim Polad is in Yugoslavia making a movie, he rented out, he opened... Polad's mansion up to the homeless and was yeah. arrested. Yeah, through a That's huge party. He found actually, the keys no. to Target Field and threw a party on the field. Oh, like in a between. Ranger. Yeah, like a Saturday night, Sunday day game coming up. It's just paintball. It's a mess. Like a <laughs> paintball awesome. tourney. Like, like the a bachelor party. Dust. Yeah, foam party. Yeah. Yeah, I don't okay. know. Maybe if he strikes out like three times, then he's a turd. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two year contracts, they said, What the f? Are you talking about you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from thirty dollars a month to just fifteen dollars a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com/slash-switch. Forty-five dollars up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited, more than forty gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hmm, that uh, fair. Yeah, good, good turn. That's threshold. his thing. Okay. Good turn threshold. Okay, uh, Jonathan. Turd. All right, my pick is Jorge Polanco. Oh wow, that's good hmm. turd. It's defensive thresh turd. Number threshold, one, offensive turd. Which one? Both. I, I would say both. He's not a particularly good defender, but no, he he sort of looks like a shortstop, so they play him at shortstop. And mm-hmm, even when mm-hmm. they signed him to a fourteen-year contract or however long his contract is, everyone said. Well, that he's going to play shortstop until they find literally anybody else out of their minor league system mm-hmm. that can play shortstop, and then they'll move him to second base, which does not bode well. And number two, I didn't think he got near enough flack for getting himself suspended for half the season last year. I know that PDs are something that we can all debate, but if you're a major league baseball player, you sort of have to be stupid. To get caught with PEDs these days. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong about that. but I think that's a fair thing to do. I think when people start calling it like evil, moral issue, then I'm like, all right, slow your roll. But if it's just like, mm-hmm. you no, dumbass. I'm not commenting you're a, on... You're a huge dumbass. That's fine. I'm not that's commenting good... on the morality. I'm commenting on the yes. stupidity. I think that is a, a perfect place to be. And number three, he's... He's kind of hit the last couple of years, and everyone has sort of shrugged their shoulders and said, uh, it doesn't seem like he's going to keep hitting. But the Twins went ahead and signed him to a long-term contract anyway, because, eh, why not? Yeah. You think there's a little bit of Danny Santana, Lou Ford action going on of, like, smoke right. and mirrors? Like, it's all going to come crashing it down. It seems like three years from now, you're going to go to a A baseball game, and then ah, there's Jorge Blanco. What do you know? I forgot about that guy. Is he still on the payroll? He must still be on the payroll. He's still getting paid. Why is he in AAA? I don't know. That's where he's got Jorge Long Blanco Island seems duck like written all over him. He does. <laughs> <laughs> yes. 
Good. Good turd. Really good turd. All right. I'm up next. I'm going to take one uh, Marty Perez. Uh, yeah. I think he's our fifth starter right now. I think guys are Marty trying to talk themselves into him. Perez. As Who's like, trying to talk themselves into him? I, you know, I Who? see some things. I've seen a few things. Of, this is, uh, yeah, but you got to remember. It's, no, 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 oh, oh, no. God damn no. it. You don't. Pick the, you don't get to pick the number five starter as your turd without establishing a remarkably low turd threshold. Right. So my ears are open. Turd cart is going to listen to the defense's case, but I'm warning you, it's defender. You also you might know, have to find a thin line. provide an example of any person who said trying to talk themselves into it because I'm that's not a, sure that that's people, those people draw man. That's Fuck. that's a straw man that doesn't exist. Nobody has talked themselves into what's the person's name? <laughs> what was Matt, name? Matt Perry, Marty Matt. Perry. Nope. What Mark? is? Give me a turd threshold here. Like he is out of the rotation, bar non-injury out of the rotation by April. <laughs> okay. Uh, shit. That's a that's a tough one. Um. I think he has, uh, yes, over a five and a half ERA, and is and is done on our team before the All Star break. I think he's bad. What was at it. his ERA last season? I no comment. Was, no, you don't get to do this. If it's the defense rests, if it's five forty nine, <laughs> I'm gonna just break into a slow clap. <laughs> Case closed. Is that how that works? I, he's, I, his ERA was probably five and a half last season. His ERA was six point six. What was it? I, sorry, I, I'm on my cell phone. I can't quite. His ERA was two two. <laughs> Did I seriously hear you start with a six? It, that's a six. That's a six point two two. Yeah, Brandon, you can't say his turn threshold is almost a run better. He'll be better, but season. still not great. You can't do that. His turn threshold is that he has the best year of his career. Okay, hold on. I'm gonna do a double. He's our, he's my turd and my vote for most improved player. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I did not expect any follow-ups on that. I thought you could just. Give That's it to because me. you've been with John and and Stu for right. months That's now. Right. Nobody's holding Brandon accountable. Yeah, nobody. Brandon's gotten used oh, to you... a very supportive environment on this podcast. I tried to get that my bro would be the best offensive player we have, and then my <laughs> turd would be the worst pitcher that we have. <laughs> and if and if it were any other week, they'd be like, "Yeah, great idea, mm-hmm. Brandon. Mm-hmm. That's really." Mm, oh, yeah. Perez, he'll be bad. Uh, damn it. Well, uh, I guess I'm going to have to go with Kyle Gibson. <laughs> oh, you piece of shit. God, that's a genius chess move. That's a chess move. That's Gary Kasparov, like Bobby Fischer. <laughs> just oh, I me. won't get away with this one. But Oh, God damn it. Yep. That's I Look, that's... That's well done. Game respect game. Mm-hmm. All right, and uh, what do we have from Stu? Uh, Stu's pick was Miguel Sano, which uh, is a very weak pick, but he's also not here. 
Spiderfoot. That's I don't. Spiderfoot. No. Nah. I think maybe I we better know. assign Stu a turd instead of letting him take Sano. I, I am open to the concept of Sano, but he's got to set a turd threshold, and it's it can be a follow up right. text. It can be on Twitter. Actual Twitter spiders in care. his foot. Yeah, fair enough. That's true. That would that would meet the threshold. Okay, so we're gonna give him a day or so to um, convince us on Twitter dot com, or else he's gonna have to choose a backup. Twitter, Twitter, uh, turd cart opens tomorrow morning. Turd court. Yep. Uh, the turd judge will be presiding. Honorable turd judge chicken finger sixty nine be presiding. I'll stand. He may be seated. Um, <laughs> this is flowing pretty freely kids. off your tongue, as if you spend some time <laughs> in court. <laughs> You're outing uh, yourself. Why don't you? Why don't you mind your own business, John? <laughs> District Attorney Chicken Fingers. Never has this been more appropriately said. You got a warrant? <laughs> <laughs> yep. Okay. Last uh, last part is wins. Chicken. Floor is yours. Eighty. Oh, damn it. Okay. <laughs> All right, wow, I got exact. I got to think of a different number. Hold on, <laughs> hold on. How do I think of a different number than eighty? <laughs> Fuck, I, uh, Jesus. What else is? <laughs> what is there? What else is there? No, I. I was literally gonna. I was literally gonna say eighty-one, which would play into the whole one more thing. And so now I got to. You know, I love it. Now I got to think of a Fuck much hotter take. <laughs> you know, Price I'm into right. the plus Pieces one. Of shit. Um. <laughs> shit, eighty. Oh no, what do I do? <laughs> <laughs> you couldn't just adjust by a game. Back to the drawing board. What they win two years ago? Eighty-five. That's what I'm going to go with. Eighty-five. Fuck. Right back they were two years ago. <laughs> Shit, that was actually the oh, number no. I wrote. <laughs> now you got to go. You got eighty-six a lot, Brandon. Yes, I'm going to have to go eighty-six. Petcola said what? 80, 83, 84? Did it? Shoot, something like that. I like to stick around there. Uh, nope, I uh, wrote down 85. You already took it, so um, I'm going to go 86 wins. They've been every other for like eight, <laughs> Damn it. For like eight years. They've been bad, good, bad, good, whatever. Last year, I think, was better, but still not good, so I think they'll be better wow. this year. So eight, the old 86. They're going to be better this year. You had their best offensive player actually losing production. And the number two starter is going to be a turd. But they're going to be better this season. Correct. <laughs> no further <That>. questions. <laughs> Affirmative. <laughs> God, this is podcast. You fuckers have just let him just eat <laughs> get away just baby food. Uh, that doesn't seem to check it. Moving on. <sighs> All right, and then did Stu give us a win? He did, and it's kind of a solid prediction. He's going for 89 wins and a wild card loss to Boston. Wow. Very optimistic, very specific. I like it, Stu. Jesus, that and that, how is that? Marty Perez is going to have to be way better than 6.22 <laughs> for that to happen. 89, wow. Well, good for him. He's always pretty close on wins, though. Stu has, is dialed in. Yeah, he's got the knack. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That is true. Oh, okay. I hope he's right. Yes, agreed. Uh, should we move on? Mm-hmm. 
I have a quick question for Chicken since we have you. Um, today, which is, uh, Mar- I believe it's March 13th, mm-hmm. 2019, uh, was the day the Cleveland Browns traded for Odell Beckham. So uh, for if listeners aren't aware, uh, Chicken and I tend to pick a team that no one believes in uh, for, uh, for our secondary NFL team. Mm-hmm. And we've loved the Browns because everyone has always hated the Browns. That's what we have to do when they zig, we zag. So it's hard because I kind of fell in love with the Browns, and we love our our Baker Mayfield, too. That's just a little badass Mm -hmm. we love watching. This news is so good for our Browns that I'm worried that they're not our Browns anymore. It's too good. Do we hate them now? Do we immediately have to hate them? Uh, Brandon, I would say we hate the team mm-hmm. we love the coach because i i do not want to be that poor son of a bitch dealing with that roster i i am worried with the people in that room bunch of maniacs bunch of yeah, bunch I'm of goofballs they're either going to be 19 and all or they're going to be 0 and 19 and i don't know which i i suspect that he will not be spending uh flag day with the team like it's going to be a disaster mm. immediately. Mm-hmm. Combustible is that what you're saying? Yeah, too combustible. I they're not our team, Brandon. That we got to pick some. Now, last year we had the Bears, and we were right. Of course, um, again, we're right more. Yeah, so you know we haven't broken down yet. There's a long, long way to go before August. We'll long way to go. It's just I've had a little bit of the Browns residue kind yeah, of on me. Yeah. <laughs> just it's been all over me. It's it's been in me. It's been on me. It's just residue. There's brown everywhere, mm-hmm. um, and I've loved it. Other people hate it. They don't like me or being around me. But it's it's been there. It's been a part of me for a while now. So it's going to be hard for me to all of a sudden just sort of put that away. But that's my job as a professional media member in the mainstream media to put some of those feelings to bed. So okay, well, best of luck. Worst of luck, I'm not even sure. Uh, that'll be an interesting thing. So I just wanted a quick uh, quick aside on that one. Um, also, now that we have you here, um, I think you've had a couple uh, Minnesota Wild takes uh, just on deck, just ready to ready to blow. Um, the floor is yours if you'd like to if you'd like to get anything off your hmm. chest. I got a couple things here to point you in a direction in case you're unsure. Um, sure. I, I know you've yep. got some feelings on, on Paul Fenton. I'd love to hear that. I also know that a long time ago, here's another thing just to kind of pull the per- curtain back. Uh, you uh, tell us you're maybe in a lot um, to record a podcast, mm-hmm. and then you mm-hmm. always say no last minute. That's, sure. your, that's yep. your cool, fun thing. But sometimes when yep. you say you're in, you also go, oh, I got a cool topic this week. You guys kick it over to me. I got a thing, and then which makes it even worse that you cancel on us as you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but one of them was uh, uh, you were particularly frustrated with a shootout a couple weeks ago, and I thought you may have yeah. an idea on that. So anyway, floor is yours. Fenton and or shootout, take it away. Fenton and or shootout. Okay, no, yep. this is both yep. very, very timely. <laughs> weeks after the trade deadline and Perfect. weeks after the shootout exactly. happened. Well, it would have been um, weird if we actually were legitimately relevant. I wouldn't nah, know what to do with that's it. That's a good point. And nobody cares that I did miss. Nobody misses it. It's let's all just let's all stop the bullshit. Nobody cared. Nobody noticed. I for one fine. am less happy with you here. It seemed to oh, I, just feel like yeah, it's just harder. No, I, the, my bro this year is uh, <laughs> J O Barrios. 
<laughs> Mike Trout. That's I think Mike that's Trout's going to be the best this year. That's my bro. <laughs> <laughs> And then he just threw him, yeah, like, huh. about nodding up and down like the fucking chicken <laughs> pecking at water. <laughs> yep. All right. Uh, well, I don't care which one we start with. Uh, shootout, very quickly. So the, the controversy with the shootout at that time was, oh, what whistle dick for the Predators did the goofy move where he just basically stopped still. Joe Hansen. He, he skated. Yeah. That piece of shit just skated as slow as he could basically stopped, waited for the goalie to make a move, and then stepped aside and shot the puck in. Which is just purely against the rules, right? It's a judgment call by the refs, but they can just say, like, you can't stop moving. We're just going to blow the whistle. That's what ideally should have been the call, or is it just too much of a judgment move that the ref wasn't wrong there? It it was entirely legal. I mean, looking back Mm. on the slow motion, he did not stop. Uh, They could have said he did. Yeah, it's it's within the rules. Is it within the spirit of the rules? Uh, probably not. End of the day, it's extremely boring to watch. It's just bullshit. Like fucking move, right? So the mm-hmm. point of hockey is is how fast it is, right? Some people don't like it. I don't particularly care if you don't like it. It doesn't matter to me. Correct. But uh, one of the things hockey has going for it is 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 its speed. It's the skill a player has moving extremely quick. It's hard to do, right? That's why people enjoy watching them. So. Deciding a game based on a play at almost negative in almost negative motion <laughs> is is bad for the game, in my opinion. My very simple fix is a very simple game that every hockey player has played in their lifetime. It's a, a cousin of the shootout. It is you can, some call it five puck, six puck, ten puck, whatever you want to call it. You place a certain number of pucks on each blue line. I would propose three pucks mm-hmm. per team, so okay. three pucks per blue line, and you line up a certain number of players that you want to participate from each team on the boards. Their butts on the boards. So let's say it's three players per team, or four or five, I don't particularly care. Pick a number. Three. And <laughs> three players from each team. <laughs> Way to get involved, Brandon. You told me to. <laughs> they, well, you asked. I, there you go. Three is fine with me. Yep. Whistle whistle blows. Each team now has to take a puck. Uh, one player from each team tries to score on the opposing goalie in a shootout style, right? But the, the other team is going at the same exact time. If you score, then the next guy on the boards takes the next puck on the blue line and tries to score that one. The first team to score all three pucks on their side wins. If you don't score... You need to go pick up the puck wherever it is. It might be in the corner. It might be behind the net, wherever it ends up. And you need to place it directly on the blue line before your next player can start the shootout. His Before he can go mm-hmm. and start the shootout. It's a shootout relay. So it's a shootout relay. All it does is, one, it has both sides going. So the people in the crowd, now you've got action going on both sides. It's, it's pandemonium, right? Is it, it, it's both happening at the same time? They're both going at the same exact time. Wilding so, out is what the kids call it. So, if you want to be Johansson, whistle dick, and go negative miles per hour, fine by me. It's a horrible strategy because the other side is going to get one, two, or three different chances at it while you're fiddle fucking around. Right. It just speeds up the game and makes a shootout more exciting. Now, no, I dislike shootouts. I hate them. 
Mm-hmm. I hate shootouts. There's only one thing I hate more than shootouts, and that's a tie. Right. It can't end can't end a game in a tie. Fair enough. The other thing that I understand is shootouts aren't going away because the league is not just going to keep playing until somebody wins. Yeah. Because right. they have chartered flights, and the owners lose money if they miss their chartered flight, and they they lose significant money. There's a giant penalty. This is something Lou Nanny was talking about the other day. Is what people don't realize is how much money an owner loses if the game goes if it went into like five overtimes and they miss their chartered flight. They lose a, t- a shit ton of money. That's why it'll never go away. They're always going to either search for a tie or something that decides the game quickly. So this is my proposal. Short of playing until everybody scores or dies, that's what that's my ideal solution is just play hockey until somebody scores. I know that's not going to happen. So as long as the shootout is going to be a part of the NHL, let's make it more exciting. And that's my proposal to make it more exciting is more of a relay race yeah against each other at the same time on the ice Three i like i like the pandemonium i like how just insane i'm trying to like picture it and it would just be it would be good on tv because you'd be able to watch a split screen split screen both sides it's all, exactly isn't that cool like at the bar everybody would stop i don't care if you hate hockey love hockey wouldn't you stop to sit and watch the split screen it's very tense. When you start timing, I mean, you see it as a, um, as a coach of youth sports. When you have a relay concept, kids mm-hmm. lose their fucking minds. Not they even lose. just necessarily enjoyment, but just nerves mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. trying to calm your body down. It's actually like the, one of the funniest things in the world to watch is little kids <laughs> do any sort of relay. I don't give a shit what it, the sport is. Yep. Something happens in their brains where they are just different, different animals. So that's pretty fun. I can't help but think, though, that another idea is is I, I keep coming back to the hockey innings. Are we sure yeah. that that oh. one's one hundred percent positive? It's off the table. And if you mention it again, <laughs> you 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 lose your bro and your turd and your wins. It's an automatic loss. Sure. Okay. So this is not mentioning it again because we're still having the same conversation. So this doesn't count as a new mention. But you would do no. a five on three. Yeah, each team gets two minutes, five on three, and however many goals you score, that's you could still be a tie. So that might be no. If it can, if it can result in a tie, it's off the table. Oh, no ties. Okay. All right. Sudden death. No one gets a stick. How do they barely ice score soccer on shootouts <laughs> with a stick? Like, no. how would you ever score? No goalie. No one, you have to kick it in, but no goalie, so it'll happen quickly. That's super easy to kick a puck in. <laughs> I'm good at it. I'm good at it. Far so too simple. I have to assume. All right. Well, it's good. It's definitely better. Are there any other ideas that people are throwing out there? Of like, I think your sentiment of I hate ties and I also hate shootouts. Rock and hard place. There's nothing on the table of like minor league teams are trying something else out, or they did go to four I, on four, right? And that just didn't like didn't result in much. Well, now it's the other idea I've heard is just play three on three until somebody scores, which mm-hmm. what will likely happen. Very, somebody will likely score very quickly, but the owners are not open to something that leaves it open to being to to taking an hour. Yep, that because po- it's possible that nobody will score and it'll take an hour. 
As long as that's possible, they won't go for it. So you need to think of things that will result in a resolution quickly. Do you think that, um, I mean, this, this proposal that you're making right now, I know a lot of the executives in the NHL listen to this. So I'm assuming this is going to get to the higher mm-hmm. upper echelons of the league um, pretty quickly. Um, will there be any player backlash of like, no, I'm not doing that. That's crazy to me. Hmm. I one of not my like I give a shit. One of my proposals is that rather than picking three players on each side, you just pick an order of your entire roster, and and you just go through that order. And if you if all twenty two guys or whatever, have, you know, have gone through, then it goes back to number one. And in my opinion, the players would be open to that because right now there's almost. 20 guys that never get to do a shootout like they just are like well fuck my my night's over let's like go crazy yeah that's great he gets to do the shootout every fucking time when's it going to be my turn right at least this gives them a chance to have a shot at being a part of the shootout okay well i'm in i'm all in i'll sign your petition marthaler thoughts um i hate the shootout more than i hate ties I also think three-on-three overtime is stupid. So I guess what I'm saying is every game should end in a tie. (laughs) Ties only. It it can't. So the point is, what is the solution? You can't end in a tie. If you can't end in a tie. And you can't go forever. And you can't go forever. I like your solution the best out of everything I've heard then. Well, I I agree with you, John. I I would like them to play five-on-five till... I don't give a shit. I mean, honestly, three days. If you're if you're going to tell me it can't take forever, and we and we're going to get rid of the shootout, then I'm just going to say no. We're not even having overtime anymore. Forget it. If the game ends in a tie, it ends in a tie. We're all adults can't. here. Can't end in a tie. Yeah. Anything that resembles soccer is not. I won't be a part of. It. <laughs> it's this this can't end in a tie. That's not even a discussion. That is, nope. it's obviously a chicken fingers point of view. Is that the NHL point of view too? Of like, we are never, ever, ever going back. We'd rather fold the league than go back to ties. I, don't know. I have no idea. I don't know. Probably. Yeah, I assume that. I mean, it just feels probably like a, it's a really difficult thing, pride wise, to be like back to the old way. I'm sorry. Yeah, the I one thing they're not going to go. The one thing I do know. Um, there, there's a writer named Sean McIndo who posted something today about how he has not watched the shootout in two years, which I thought was kind of creepy because that was about the exact time frame in which I stopped watching shootouts. Even if the Wild are in a shootout, it's like, I'm not watching this. My phone is going to send me a notification when the game's over. I'm going to turn this game off. I'm going to go to bed. I'm not watching the shootout because it's boring and I hate it. Oh, my and, God. I didn't know that it was that it's, bad. It's boring, John. The solution is that it makes it less boring. Yeah, um, that's part of the point. That's why I'm all in favor of the chicken fingers plan. As long as you stipulate that we can't have ties and the game can't go forever. Sure, understand that that is the basis for this. Exactly, John. Yep, that's the basis. If you can't have ties and the game can't go forever, then I'm right on the board with the chicken fingers plan. Let's do it. Yes, let's try it. Yes. What did what do we even have the American League for if not to try stuff like this? Nobody cares whether like the whether Rockford beats Milwaukee. Nope. Let's see the let's see the the th- three puck. We're yep. calling it three puck. The shootout. three puck solution. 
Yep. I'm happy to announce that I've been named to the three puck board of directors as we push for yes. this Pro- solution. Damn it. I got you both. That's all I ever want. Yep. All right. That's big. That's a that's really big. Congratulations, Jim. And if people the the couple of you listening, I'd love to hear your your thoughts too. Yeah. Let me know. But just know as a founding participant on the three puck board of directors, you're wrong and your solutions are terrible. Oh, this is the best solution. Just know that if you say it's a bad idea, I am fucking coming after you. <laughs> yeah, I want. I want to hear it. I want to hear your. Cri- Please your tell criticism. me so I can murder. But you. I, but I don't. I don't want to hear it. So that's pretty cool. So now we have two amazing hockey fixes from this podcast. No, that's tough to no. do. <laughs> we have we have one. Just just the one. Just God, the one. And if you mention I'm the not other great one, accounting, if you mention but... it, if you mention it. <laughs> You know, you know the rule. Yep, I'm burning your garage. Kill you. I, I'm setting your garage on fire. Not your house. That's that's too much. But right. your garage. Right. Is, You're a reasonable man. Your garage is gone. You know, I uh, I think I forgot to tweet it this week. I was at work um, uh, Monday, I think, like nine in the morning, and we were on the fifth floor um, of our building, and uh, across the street from us is uh, an apartment building. And we just saw some smoke billowing by our windows. And we look out and there was a car on fire. Just like out of a movie. Just fucking blazing car fire. Like under the hood. Hmm. Like mm-hmm. fucking unbelievable. And black smoke. And there's other cars kind of around it. And, and we see some people kind of close and not sure what to do. So this is extremely exciting for me. <laughs> I just got done rewatching The Sopranos. And in one of, and you know... The cars explode, which is great. Obviously, they start on fire, and then people panic and get perfectly just out of harm's way, and the car explodes, which is super exciting, and then everybody kind of slow motion dives away or is somehow mm-hmm. like just tucked behind a tree or a bale of hay or something pretty cool like that. So I was, <laughs> I was ready. You know, we, we all were just gathered gawking at this car fire. And so now, go ahead. So it had just started up, right? So the flames went from like, oh, there's some smoke. And then all of a sudden we see like maybe four foot flames out of the hood. And we watched that for about a minute and we're starting to yell over to our coworkers like, get over here. You got to come see this. There's a car next to it. Oh, great. So that's obviously we know what's going to happen here, right? The one car is going to explode. And then the second car is also going to explode. So we're fucking amped. About 20 seconds later, a fire truck pulls up. And about 20 seconds after that, they had the hose out. And about seven seconds after that, the fire was out. And about <laughs> 10 seconds after that, the fire truck was gone. <laughs> and that was it. It was fucking done. It was like, your, pro- it was like your prom night. <laughs> it just seems so exciting. Uh, and, couple, and, like, and I was just like, everybody, come over here quick. Something exciting is going to happen. And then people gathered around. And then they started booing. And then everybody left 10 <laughs> seconds later. So, yes, it's exactly like my prom night. Um, Why did you even call us over here? This is, this is ridiculous. Jesus, I thought you knew what you were doing. Sorry. <laughs> I, um, it was. And why do you have this telescope at your desk pointed towards their house? Like, what is. <laughs> this seems kind of creepy. Like, what are you normally doing? Oh, God. It was maybe the most anticlimactic thing I've ever seen. <laughs> they just put it out and went, went home. Like, all right, see you later. And they're like, cool. Thank you. <laughs> At the end of the day, there's a guy from Best Buy co- comes out of the office, 
can't quite remember where he parked, so he's got his little thing up, <laughs> holding, boop, boop. beeping it. Boop, boop. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Interior smells funny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. Um, why was I mentioning that? I don't know where that oh, story I know. is going, man. I know why I did that, because I'm drunk again. There, there we go. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, Chicken, did you have any other uh, hockey rants? Oh, Fenton, really, very quick. Uh, the jury's out. I, I, if you do a quick ledger, like about his major moves so far. So what are they? The uh, Coil for uh, Donato. What do we got? What do we got? That's that, that's a point four, Jack. Yeah, four, four Fenton. Yeah, William Rusk, the back, the worst player in, in the NHL. Yep. We got Neater, him. Ne- Niederreiter for Victor Rask. I was watching the NHL Network the other day, and they had like a thing on the trade deadline, and who who made the the worst trade of the deadline? And like every pundit on the show just unanimously <laughs> voted for the Nino Rask trade as the most lopsided trade, yes, of the of the season, and basically we're just ripping it apart for like seven minutes. It was just it's so bad. Yeah. Like typically they just. Go for, what seventeen seconds on a point and then they move on. Right? No, it was just. It's usually a fast paced show, but they were like, "Wait, wait, wait! Slow it down. We're gonna have a backlog <laughs> of commercials. We have to talk about this." Really bad. And then uh, what do we? Uh, Grandland for Fiala. Uh, yeah, Jerry's out. I would say all of this. What else we got? Um, that's about trading anything trade, of value for Pontus Aberg. Aberg. The Brad Hunt move yeah. was a positive. Picking so he's got up, one yeah, Brad ledger. Hunt seems like fine, but it's more than canceled out by picking up Anthony Batetto, who sucks. <laughs> That's fair. Um, what we don't talk about enough is the is the draft right. last year, Fenton's first draft, and he selected. I don't. One important thing is that I his first round draft pick. I don't remember the guy's name. It's something like. It's either like John. Phillipsburg or yeah. Philip Johannesburg, <laughs> something along those lines. And what country he's from, it's like either Sweden or right. or Switzerland. Uh, ultimately, it doesn't matter. He's unlikely to ever have any significant impact on the wild. And the important thing is everybody panned the draft pick. All the scouts, all the NHL draft wonks, fans hated it. And you think, okay, maybe some of these the, the experts, the draft experts are just wrong. They had the, the their the junior tournament, you know, the big junior tournament they played. Yeah, John Traverse City. And they, um, well, I'm talking about the the nationals. So you play. Oh, the world country, juniors, not the, not, not the prospect the world juniors. Yeah, no, not the prospect. The world juniors. And so he comes from this small Scandinavian country, and you would think the number one, the first, you would think a first round draft pick should be able to make his country's roster right. for juniors like well there's 25 guys or whatever there are so if you're in a in the first round you should be one of the 25 best players in your little country yeah even if your age every group. player picked in the draft came from one country you still should make the team if you were the 25th <laughs> and he didn't make his junior team so I, that's that's a bad that's a bad that's a bad pick. pick we're not that's not a, it's not second, it's not third. It's your first round pick didn't make his world junior team for his country. That's Is he like that's hard. 11 years old? 
No, he's no, he's uh, eligible to be drafted. Uh, eligible to be drafted because otherwise he wouldn't he wouldn't be eligible. No, okay, right. yeah, you're right. You're 11, right. Never mind. Eleven's not eligible. Okay, yep. so no, I, that's what I thought too. So I looked it up. Yeah. No, not, not eligible. eligible. Maybe he's nine. Born in, yep. Maybe born there's in a loophole for Swedish guys, and he's nine. <laughs> don't know. Maybe you gotta look it up. I, I don't know. I, my point is, I don't hate Fenton, but uh, yeah, I, I got my eye on him. It's a little fishy. You're a little suspect that the trades he made it is, to a person. It is at uh, least uh, fair to say that for every move that he has made that could potentially work out, the jury's still out on him. But for everyone, mm-hmm. there's at least one and possibly two offsetting and worse moves. Mm. It's And it, that, that they're one-for-one one trades and all of the talk, all of the relativity to other players that were moved, he should have gotten more. Right. And it may work out, but you look at the other moves made that were similar moves. Other teams got more for similar players. I think that's what's frustrating me too. Is uh, fine sell. I don't have a problem with you breaking up the team, but I just feel like you should be getting more than what you're getting. And people that are defending him are kind of losing the point. Where again, I'm okay with him breaking up the team. I just wish he'd be getting more in return. Otherwise. What's the point? Like, if you're just going to sell good players, shouldn't you be getting more in return? That's that's kind of the point of breaking up a team, is that you're then building assets for the future. The point isn't just to get rid. That's, that's only half of the point. The other point... So half of the point is getting rid of those players, but the other half is getting something in return. And I just, I'm not so sure about that second part. So in a salary cap sport, you in a salary cap sport, you need to nail the draft. You have to. I don't care which sport it is. If it's a salary cap sport, a hard salary cap, you have to nail the draft. And to date, not only has his draft been, I'd say a question mark would be would be generous. That would be he's hoping kindness. they say question mark. Right. Yeah. Please say question mark. Please, Please say, say the say jury's still mark. out. <laughs> oh Jesus. No. I'd say the jury, when he didn't make the World Junior team, I'd say um, the people that know their their players the best, the people that scout that country and build their World Junior team, yeah. said he's not one of the 25 best players in our country. His age? That's, that's a little suspicious. Jury is not out. He's the defendant, and he's like, all right, Jerry, go deliberate. He's like, okay, so it'll be a couple. Oh, my God, they're back in. They're oh, back they're already here. That's... Is that? that Maybe a... they're asking yeah, just... a question, and then they'll go, nope, nope, I'm guilty. Ugh. Anyways, hockey rant over. That's all I had. That's a good hockey rant. John, do you have one, too? Do you have a hockey rant or a question oh, or a yes. thought or an oh, idea? or? Oh, yours. Did you have a gopher? Yeah, I was going to fix gopher hockey, and we're getting late in the well, podcast, but they... that's fine. They might need it. They had uh, nine people show up. <laughs> it was it was real bad. That the the crowd that they had for playoff games was very similar to the crowds I remember from back when I was in school, and they would have the Mariucci Classic around Christmas time. So nobody was around anyway because it was one day before Christmas, and the Gophers would play the night game, and the afternoon game would be between you know the two other random teams in this mini tournament like Maine versus Northeastern or something like that. And right. you would go to this game if you were a crazy person like me, and you could sit anywhere in the whole rink because it was the 
six family members of the teams that had made the trip. And then it was just a couple of random hockey nerds in the whole crowd. And that's what the crowd for the Gophers Michigan game looked like. And not to put too fine a point on it, but the reason that we have Big Ten hockey in the first place was so Minnesota and Michigan and could have more matchups. Games like that could happen more often and nobody cares at all. So I'm going to fix Gopher hockey for you and it's not going to take real long. Step number one is you need to sell beer at the games right now. I dang we back when they opened TCF Bank Stadium, there was a whole big hullabaloo about whether they were going to sell beer just in the sweet areas or in public areas or wherever. And this to the point that the state legislature got involved and actually passed a law that said if you're going to sell it in the club rooms and the private rooms, you have to sell it everywhere. And at the time, I thought that was a bad idea to sell it in the public areas. And I've said it before on this podcast, and I'll say it again. I could not have been more wrong about that. I could not have well, been John, there, stupider about that. Uh, there, I, I'm, you're forgetting about all of the deaths and the rioting. Right. And the uh, drunken sex in the concourse. You know what? As it turns out, that? you sell beer to sporting event. You know what people do? They have a beer. That's they have a beer. <laughs> It turns out nothing worse happens than that. So that was it. Frankly, <laughs> frankly, Gopher Hockey needs anything they can do to get people to want to come to the games. It's such an mm-hmm. easy solution. I don't. There's no reason not to do it. People are going to drink a beer. It's a hockey game. People have been drinking beers at hockey games a lot, and only rarely does Mike Milbury go in the crowd and get in a fight. And that's Mike Milbury, so I hope he gets beat up. But that's point one. Point number two, and this is something that I wouldn't have said until I went to a game this year. For some reason, they've pretty much stopped letting the pep band play, and they play like rock music and have laser shows and stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't understand yep. that at all. That makes no sense to me. It doesn't need to be a Timberwolves. Right. Why Why are you doing this? Thing. They got like all these graphics, yeah. and they got these terrible monitors on the scoreboard, and I'm not necessarily saying everything used to be better the way it was, but that one it is. You have a pep band. It's a college sporting event. Why are you trying to show amazing graphics on your tiny little scoreboard? It doesn't work. Just go ahead and use the pep band. That one's stupid. And number three, I I feel like a lot of University of Minnesota administrators are listening to this, and they really seem to struggle with this concept. So I'm going to try to break it down as simply as I can for them. To a lay person. To a lay person. This is is a very simple economics concept. Literally, it's the thing that they teach you on the first day of economics. They say, welcome to Economics 1101. Here's Mm -hmm. the textbook we're using. Here's the syllabus. Here's my office Mm -hmm. hours. We're going to talk about supply and demand now. And here, the, the thing that they just don't seem to grasp is if you're not selling tickets they might be too expensive you might want to lower the price and see what happens there there's there's curves there's demand curve what you do is you want to move people down it's not that it's not that hard to understand okay the Mm -mm. the tickets cost thirty dollars and you have to make a six hundred dollar donation nobody wants to buy this season ticket what if the donation was two hundred dollars what if there was no donation what if instead of selling the tickets for $30 a game, we sold them for $20 a game or $15 a game? What would happen then? I don't think this is crazy. I know this doesn't seem like crazy talk, but 
it just does not seem to have occurred to the ticket office. They, they had a whole, they had a whole spate of people who were in the ticket office about 10 years ago. Now there, the, the guy in charge, uh, eventually got in trouble for sexually harassing journalists. And the guy in charge of the ticket office is in federal prison now. So they, they were the pioneers of an idea that came down to sitting around and thinking and saying, you know, if we charge twice as much, we only have to sell half as many. Genius. Let's do it. And mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. ever since then, they never seem to have thought about going back the other way and saying, you know, if we sell twice as many, they could cost half as much. Anyway, you know, that's, I, uh, that's my three good... point plan for fixing gopher hockey and it'll be fine. Well, number one has been my main barrier to entry. I would, I just really feel like having as someone who gets drunk during a podcast every week, Brandon is not going to go anywhere (laughs) that he can't get absolutely hammered. If he so chooses, my brand is strong. Uh, no, I mean, if I'm going to go out on a Friday night or Saturday night, uh, I do want to have two beers. It's crazy talk. (laughs) I know I will probably end up fighting the mascot at that point. So it's, they're right to be worried about a person like me. Um, and I want to be clear. The other thing I want to be clear about here is this isn't like the Excel Energy Center where if you buy a can of beer, it costs $12. That's ridiculous. These beers are going to cost $5. Okay, good talk. Right. Either way. Um, John, I... Oh, go ahead, Brandon. Sorry. No, uh, the second thing is just it has always felt like... I don't even know the actual prices of the games, but it's always felt like they're overpriced. So... That's been my second reason. I have kids that I'm trying to like burn off some energy and think of something to do with them. And I would, I am for sure in their target market of a person that should be, you know, they should be trying to get me to go to a game and I would be willing to listen if they made some of those changes. So those all ring very true to me. John, I would, I would market it this way that, or I would explain it this way that and this is not a perfect explanation, but I'm going to do my best. They should try to become the blue-collar alternative for the sports fan in Minnesota during the wintertime. Right. So the Vikings, have they've outpriced the market. You know, there's there's blue-collar fans. When I say blue-collar, I don't mean the guy that wrenching is on your engine. I just mean the the reasonably priced but entertaining product. Yeah. That the guy who's the majority of the guy who's not getting his tickets from work. He's actually purchasing the tickets with his own. Amen. Money. It's not all oh, the firm had yes. the, the firm didn't want to use their tickets tonight. You want to go? I've heard of this sport called exactly. hockey. And what Brandon just explained. Hey, he's got a couple kids. He's looking to burn some energy, but he doesn't want to burn $300. And the, the Vikings obviously are not that. <laughs> Um, Correct. The Wild are not that in the winter time. The Wild are not that. The Twins are, mm-hmm. but they start in April and they end in well s- September <laughs> most of the time. Mostly, and or the first they, day of October. If they are playing in October, if they're playing in October, then the t- tickets are expensive. But in the summertime, if you got kids and you want to go somewhere, can you get a ticket for ten bucks? Yeah, you probably can. It's going to be crappy seats, but you can get a ticket for ten. You can get definitely get it for twenty. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess my point is, in February, if you're looking for something to do and you want to have some beers and you're looking for something that can be relatively entertaining, hockey can lend itself to that. It's a it's a nice building. I think if you make it where it's, like like John said, the, have a, a large band. 
give away tickets to the to the students so that it's kind of an electric atmosphere. That um, would be so fun. That, God, have some beers that are a reasonable price. Um, make the tickets reasonably priced if you can, and uh, try to turn this around tur- again. Turn it into the blue collar alternative in the winter. And again, when I say blue collar, I mean that affectionately. I mean that a reasonably priced product that somebody can go to without spending a billion dollars. Yeah. That, that's that's what you're talking about, John. Yep. If you're a union pipe fitter in South St. Paul, this is what you're going to mm-hmm. do in the winter. You can get in there and, and for a hundred dollars. It's our take, promise. You you and your two kids have a couple beers, have some hot dogs, tickets, um, nachos, whatever, and get out of there for a hundred dollars. You probably would do it. Your kids are going to learn the goddamn rouser, which is a blast. It's a super fun thing as a kid. You're going to have a good time. Yep. And I'm done hearing the WCHA argument. I get it. I love the WCHA. But if you're going to sit there and tell me that playing fucking Colorado College in the first round was better than playing Michigan, I'm not seeing it. I don't know what the hell the difference is. Or that playing CC was better than playing Michigan. That playing Anchorage in the first round was better than playing Ohio State. That really? Because I don't remember it that way. Mm-hmm. Remember a lot of it's very so much... frightening games against Michigan Tech. They played Michigan Tech in the first round of the playoffs forty nine years in a row. <laughs> <laughs> so I get it. I liked the St. Cloud State games. The UND games were exciting, absolutely. But that's two teams, and yes, the WCHA was fun as hell. But. Uh, Michigan, te- exactly. Northern Michigan, really? Houghton? That was, <laughs> that's something that really got you going? Was that big rivalry with Northern Michigan? Because I don't remember it that way. Right. <laughs> the best Nostalgia. thing about Houghton was that even now, even in the 2000s, they still had to take a bus up there because there was nowhere to fly in. <laughs> Where else? What are you going to do? We got to fly into that. It's got 400 feet of snow. <laughs> the airstrip, the one airstrip that they have is yep. under 400 feet of snow. You're going to have to helicopter rappel in. That's the only way you're getting there. Oh, anyway, anyway, I'm glad I could fix go for hockey. Mark Coyle, I know you're listening. Call me up. I'm willing to do the consulting thing. It's fine. But the, the problem is, if they're successful, then demand goes up and the prices go up because of the scalpers. So they're in a tough spot there. I get it. But let's let's worry about that once they're back. Boy, that seems like a great problem to worry about. <laughs> that doesn't have a problem. Yeah, Let's worry about that once it happens. Here, we call that a high-class problem where I come from. Exactly. A, a couple years it's, ago, I got a ticket deal for Gopher women's hockey. And I've been to several Gopher women's hockey games over the past couple of years because they're super cheap. And the thing that always bugs me about going to Gopher women's hockey is even when you're going to a game between the number one and number two teams in the nation, like Minnesota and Wisconsin this year, number one versus number two, the strong sense you get at those games is that nobody cares at all. And when I used to go to those women's hockey games, I'd be like, man, I can't understand why nobody cares about this and everyone cares about the men's. And this year I went to a gopher men's game against Penn State, and it was exactly like women's hockey. Nobody in that rink gave a crap about the game. It was You could hear people talking the whole game. The mm-hmm. gophers were down by one, and it was just like, whatever. Nobody's cheering. Nobody's getting involved. I can't believe gopher men's hockey has become Gopher women's hockey. It's remarkable. And I, it's remarkable. Let's let's pull them both up. Let's do the same thing for Gopher women's hockey. Union pipe Perfect. fitters screaming at Gopher women's hockey is the natural <laughs> outcome of this. That's what I want. That's ideal. Amen. Yep. 
All right. Well, geez, I had a I had a tight five worked up on Aunt Becky going to prison, but I guess we'll probably have to table that for next week. We're getting a little late here. Um, <clears throat> shit. Yeah. No. Um, yeah, we'll have to put we'll have to put that on ice. Uh, last thing is uh, dad vice. Right. Our, one of our favorite uh, one of our favorite segments. John, do you want to kick this one off? Yeah. For some reason, last week when we did this podcast. We started hinting around the fact that I'm scheduled to have kid number two this summer. I don't know why we hinted about it, but suddenly it turned into something that we had to keep hinting about, and we never got around to talking about it. So kid number two on the way this summer. Uh, we're very excited and also terrified. One kid having the first was exciting and also very difficult, and now we have a two-year-old who is a very wonderful and yet difficult person, and now we're going to add a newborn to that mix? That doesn't seem right. (laughs) It doesn't. And it's not right if you're looking to be, if your judgment, if you're judging like on your mood, general happiness. It's not right. It's not, it's not a good thing for that. Um, Here's what I, here's what I know for sure about this. I remember Brandon talking about having kids and, this was early in the podcast before he had two kids. He said, everybody complains about having kids, but it's also the best thing that ever happened to you. He's, he said these words. It's like your dream job, but you can't find a parking space out front. Then he had two kids and his tone changed drastically. He started talking a lot about how he hated his life, about <laughs> how he never wanted to have any kids, but was tricked into it. Okay, that never happened, but... <laughs> It's, I mean, I could have said it. I've been drinking so much. I mean, my, how would I remember? Much of my fear stems from Brandon going from the enthusiastic dad to the dad that wishes the kids would just leave him the hell alone. <laughs> uh, yeah. From one well, to two. My analogy about parenting uh, still holds for me. Uh, yes, it's it's your dream job that makes you rich. And it's something so amazing you don't even think it actually exists. Like chip taster, video game player. Oh. Like these are <laughs> jobs that maybe exist and you get to have it and, and make a million dollars a year. Uh, but the only problem is you have to drive to downtown Minneapolis every morning and find parking on the street. and You can never park in the same place. So there's 10 minutes of absolute hell followed by many hours of joy. That's kind of what kids are uh, to me. The the funny thing is, when your second one was about one, I brought that up to you, and your reaction was, no, why why the hell would I say that? No. <laughs> so I'm glad it's turned back around, and you're enthusiastic about it again. I will be honest with you and say that when, uh, so my kids are now seven and four, when Fitz, my youngest, uh, so when my kids were probably four and one, um, I think that was the worst. It was the worst uh, that it's been. (laughs) Uh, And there were just so... It is just a a game of survival every single night. There is no... There's very little... I I don't want to say no. But the the moments of joy and of relaxing and of, oh my God, what an adorable family we've created were just... They didn't happen very often. It was a lot of just like this a war of attrition with my children of like, we're going to get through this fucking night. I'm not going to melt down. You're not going to throw your food at me and we're going to get you to bed on time. That's, that's what this job is these next two hours. So it was a challenge, Um, but it's very temporary um, and it gets good in a hurry. 
Um, I think for me personally, um, the thing that's been super fun for me and chicken, I'm, I think um, you'll probably agree with this is it is very hard to describe um, the joy of seeing your kids bond together. It is, it's indescribable. It's great. And for mm-hmm. me, it's been a little bit more because uh, my, both my kids are boys and I didn't have a brother. So I've been able to witness a brotherly bond kind of happen before my eyes. And uh, that is cooler than I ever thought it could be. And I don't, I think it would have, it still would be the same no matter what the genders of the kids are going to be. But you know, there's little tiny bonus things that happen within there that make it just amazing. But um, no, I certainly uh, was not having a ton of fun, but you don't have kids for in the moment fun. Uh, You have it for like future fun and, and the, the pride you feel. And I will say another thing, um, and chicken, you can take over soon here, but, uh, they're now, my oldest is now seven and he's old enough to start playing like sports and having like hang out with his friends time, like actually turning into a little human being and witnessing that has made everything worth it a million times. Like (laughs) it's fucking crazy how, and I don't even, I haven't even been able to unpack the emotions of why that means so much to me when he like makes a great pass in basketball to the kid who's kind of been struggling and he sees that person open instead of shooting, he passes it. It's not that big of a deal. No one else cares at all. (laughs) But for me, I'm just like, my heart is fucking melted for no reason, a silly little thing. Um, So those things happen now and just make it all like a really, really, really cool experience. Um, and it's, of course, it's always the other end of it is, is it's, it's hard sometimes too. But uh, yeah, it, I think you're in for some short-term frustrations and then it will hopefully, like everybody else, fairly quickly turn into at least, at least some moments every night and every week of like, oh, wow, this is really an amazing thing to witness. Chicken, anything else? Yeah, uh, well, I, we can say congratulations. We can go with that. Um, you know, the, the brotherly love, the, the heartwarming, and all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. It's all great. <laughs> Let's get down to what's really important, John. You mentioned you had summertime birthday coming up. A um, couple things. So what you need to remember is, let's go sport by sport. I don't know if, Do you know if it's going to be a boy it's or a It's a boy. Girl? Oh, you know it's yep. a boy. Okay, so we'll we'll throw out fast pitch softball. Well, whatever. I mean, if that's I mean, what fine. You want to do, fast pitch softball. softball for, that's fine. But you gotta wait till you're an adult, <laughs> right? There's really no boys, little boys leagues Youth for softball. Yeah, so let's focus on baseball and hockey and football because that's what's important. Um, yeah. And I don't really care about basketball. I don't really care. So, um, so for hockey, let's focus on that. You have two different types of hockey: you have association hockey and, and club hockey. Or in Minnesota, it's called Triple A hockey. Triple-A hockey is based on birth year, so you're not going to have to deal with that. But Minnesota hockey, the, the association hockey, the cutoff is is moving to June 1. Oh, it is. That's important. It's moving to June 1. Currently, it's July 1. It's, it's moving to June 1. So if if it's if it's May, how many days are in May? 30 days has September, April, <laughs> June, and November. 31. There's 31. May, May yep. has 31 days. So it's May 31st. You're going to have to ask her just to hold on. <laughs> just hold on one more day. One day. Uh, Do you know how important this difference. is? Oh, man. You don't know. It. This Years is of development will change everything. This is between him making the squirt A team or the squirt B team. And if she wants that on her fucking shoulders, that's fine. <laughs> but then she has to understand the ramifications of her actions. So she can hold on one day 
it's better. Uh, for football, it's by grade, so it doesn't really matter. You can hold him back. I, w- I would, I would advise you to hold him back no matter what. If you can hold him back two grades, <laughs> that's yep, ideal. You want him starting kindergarten when he's nine. Baseball, yeah. for association baseball, it's by grade, so I wouldn't worry so much about that. For club baseball, it's it's uh, May 1 is the cutoff. So if it's April, how many days in April? April, June, 30 days, yeah, September, April, June. April has 30 days, so if it's April 30th, she needs to hold on a day because that will buy you a season. Well, we're we're looking at the end of June, so if it's if the baby comes in April, we have other problems to worry about. She's got she's got to hold right. on. No, you don't really. You don't. You've got this one <laughs> problem. One. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's about the only advice I could give. Man, I did not know that cutoff was moving to June first for hockey. It's it's on the yeah. That's Minnesota that's genuinely hockey. great news, and I also want to record my wife's reaction. If she hears this podcast <laughs> and hears me enthusing about the cutoff date for hockey moving to June 1st. Uh, that's really all I have. I'll that's That right. actually is really important information. That's very helpful. Mm-hmm. That's You're Of welcome. all the people who I've talked to about having multiple kids, <laughs> that is the most useful advice I've received by far. I've got uh, all my kids are summer birthdays. I've been through it, John, so I'm just trying to help you. <laughs> All summer birthdays, huh? All three, yeah. Just yeah. Randy in the fall. The fall just got you guys hot and bothered. Huh? Don't you mind your own business? That's something that's about inappropriate. the little earlier sunset. I just can't. That's in it. No, that's that's personal stuff, Brandon. <laughs> sure, that's a bridge too far, sir. You finally crossed the line. Twins are out of the race. Uh, what else are you gonna do? Yeah, right. All the the corn has been. Harvested. You don't. Let's not talk about that either. No, that's just. <laughs> no, that was right. That's harvest season. That's... I know this. I saw something on PBS about it. I like. Give you live credit. in Minnesota and you act like, like oh, corn harvest is this just completely alien concept. <laughs> yeah, like, I had to go to college for it. It's fall. The corn. And you're searching your mind. Does something? What is corn? Grows it a, more is it on a tree? or less? I want to say is it on a, that you have to is it like pick a it up nut? off the ground. It grows on, on the tree? ground. Is it? Is it like a potato? Does it come you, in the ground? Do you like, dig it out? This... How do you get corn? Is it? Is it in the ocean? Wait, corn. <laughs> Fish for it? It's not a hydro crop, is it? Like wild big, rice? It's not big, like wild rice. Like a net? Like a net? Are you in a canoe? Oh, like, think, Brandon. Have I seen a corn tree? <laughs> Have I ever seen a corn tree? Oh boy. Well, John, it'll be a very fun adventure for you. Your kids will be two years apart. Is that right? Uh, yeah. Little, well, more so, like two and a half. But that's the, only, the kind of thing that only seems a big deal when you have really young ones. Ten right, years from yeah. now, I'll be like, yeah, they're two years apart. What do you want from me? Right. <laughs> exact, on this podcast, that'll be the next episode. Uh, yeah. Um, well, good. I think this is plenty. We we talked and talked and talked. So uh, uh, any parting words of wisdom? No. No, I've used all, all my wisdom already. All right. Well, let's say goodbye, and maybe we'll see you guys again later. And I'm pressing stop now. Goodbye. Hi, this is Paige from Giggly Squad, and I want to talk to you about Splash Refresher and my water intake. Okay, so you guys obviously know that I'm a hydrated girly, but sometimes when you drink that much water, it starts to just taste bland, and you're just like, I need something to spice it up. That's why I love Splash Refresher. 
It has zero sugar, zero calories, and it's a splash of sweetness. And they come in five different flavors. They're so good. Wild berry, acai grape, pineapple mango, lemon, and mandarin orange. My favorite is the wild berry because I just, I just love a berry. So if you're like me and you're drinking water all day, then try Splash Refresher. It's going to absolutely change your water game and it's good for you. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.